Alright, so we're up to Daf Chafei Amir Aleph, the beginning of the Daf. So we said yesterday from the Mishnah that if someone puts aside, and this is actually, uh, Shem, this is your question yesterday, that if someone puts aside money, so if he puts aside three piles, Chatas, Oila, Shlomim, then the money is treated like the carbon. So, um, again, they're talking about the cases where someone sets it aside and then they can't be a Nazir because the husband revoked it, the Nazir died, whatever it is. So, the, the money of the Chatas goes to Yamamelach. The money of the Shlomim is used for an optional Shlom, the used money for the oil is used for an optional oil. However, if instead of doing 333, the person, the wife set aside $900, she says, these are for my Karbonos, the Allah is all 900 could be used for an oil, an optional oil. So yesterday she asked the question, which is, there's definitely money chatas in there. Like, yeah, we don't know which one. It's definitely not specified, but she said it's for all the carbonus, and included in the carbonus is a chatas. So why? So if it's specified for a chatas, you can't use it. But if it's not specified, then it all could be used for optional. What's the difference? Says the Gemara's cash, the beginning of the If all the money, if there's money chatas in it. There's chatas money in this. So why are we able to just... Why are we able to just have it all ma'urav? That doesn't make any sense. So the money chatas is in there. Yeah, because it's not specified, it could be spent on an optional and a You're still using chatas funds for a non-chatas, which is not allowed. So, two answers. Am Rav Yechanan halacha hibanazir. Rav Yechanan says, first answer, it's halacha l'moshe masinai. Meaning, halacha l'moshe masinai is that when you have money that's unspecified, that's set aside for a nazir, and the nazir cannot complete his nazir, so the money is used for an optional carbon. That's okay. No, cannot. That's the end of that. Rishlokish has a different shot. He says it's not halacha Moshe Masinai, but it's indicated from the Pasuk. Again, this woman set aside $900 for all of her karbanos, and then the Naziris ends because the husband revoked it. So you want to know what to do with the money. So you could use 600 for sure can be used for optional karbanos. The problem is the 300 that is meant for the Chathas. Now she didn't specify that which 300, but it's definitely included. So says the Mishnah, you could use it all for an optional oila. So Rav Yechelen said, says, no, it's a Pasuk. What's the Pasuk say? That the Pasuk says, for any um, neder and for any nedava, Rishlagish says the Pasik is telling you if you have extra money that was set aside for a neder, meaning, i.e., for a nazir, So it's Xerius Akasav. So one is that it's Halachamash Masinai. The other one is that the Torah says if you have any extra funds ever that you set aside for a neder, i.e., Naziros, use it for a nedav. So one is a Halacha Mosh Masina, the second opinion is a Xeris Akasa. So the Gemara says like this, Bish Laimila Rav Yechanan, Damra Halacha Hibin Nazir, Amti Lahachi Stumen in Mifrashin Lai. According to Reish Lak, Rav Yechanan, what did the Mishnah say? If you have $900, but you didn't specify, you just said 900 for my Karbanos, that money can be used for optional Karbanos. But if you do 300, 300, 300, Chatas, Ashim, Shlamim, you can't. Now, if you're telling me the reason why when it's unspecified, it's halach l'moshe masina, like, I don't see what the difference is. Like, it's still cash. Like, is there a big difference between specifying and unspecified? So the Gemara says, if you follow Rav Yechanan, that the whole thing is halach l'moshe masina, halach l'moshe masina, you can't ask questions. It is what it is, and it's exactly how Hashem was told it to Moshe. So, <coughs> Moshe was told that this halacha only applies by unspecified funds, not by specified funds. Okay, fine, you can't ask kashas. Ella, bishon, rabbi yechon, demar halacha, he ben nazir, amtul halachi, stumen, mefrashon, lai. Ella, rish, lagish, 
The Gemara said, but according to Rish Lakish, that it's a Pasuk that is inclusive, that the Pasuk is saying, if there's any extra funds, it should be used for an optional carbon. So why is there a difference between if it's unspecified or specified? What's the difference? If it's unspecified, you just put $900 cash, you said it's for all my carbonos, then the Torah says use it for an optional carbon. But if you did 333, it makes a difference. Why? If it's if it's the pasuk is being inclusive, let it include everything. So the Gemara says no. Amar Rava, mifurashin loy matzus amrit. Rava's answer is like this. We'll see. I'll, I'll explain it outside. We'll see it inside. Rava says no. It can't be. Why? Rava looks at it as when you specify money for a carbon, that money is treated like the carbon itself. And because the halacha is that when you set aside a chatas. For its chata's purpose, it can never be used for anything else. Meaning, if you spec- if you set aside an oila for an oila, for a specific oila, and then you can't, for whatever reason, it's always brought as an optional oila. It could always pivot. Chata's is no pivoting. Once you set aside as a chata's, it's a chata's forever. And if you can't bring the chata's, you have to let it die. You just put in a room, turn off the lights, no more food, no more drink, and it dies. That's the halcha by chatas. Rava says, because the money that's set aside for a chatas is treated like a chatas, therefore that, that, that's, that's why. So he asked the question, why is it that when the money set aside as a chatas, it's different than unspecified? The answer is, when the money set aside as a chatas, it, we treat it halachically like a chatas. And the halacha by a chatas is that once you set it aside, you can never use it for anything else. It's not called it's Correct. Not it's not called optional. The Gemara says, how do I know that if you set aside a chatas, as a chatas, you can never pivot? You know, any, like, basically, if you have an unnecessary ola, what do you do with it? You bring it as an ola. An unnecessary shlamim, you bring it as a shlamim. How do I know that an unnecessary chatas is not brought as a chatas? The Gemara says, Kvar paska The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, I'll read you the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, If you have holy animals, and optional carbonos, bring them to the place that I will choose. Bring them to the base of Mikdash. So what is this Pasuk including? Basically, bring your carbonos to the base of Mikdash. So the Gemara says, um, The Pasuk is specifically talking about unnecessary, air quotes, unnecessary carbonos. What is that? That's if you have the offspring of a carbon, meaning, that if you have a child of a carbon, the child is considered like an offspring. It's like an unnecessary aspect of the carbon, and it's brought as a carbon. You bring that to the base of Mikdash. Or uh, a tamura, right? A tamura is that if you have a carbon and you want to tr- transfer the holiness to another animal, it's not allowed in the Torah to do that. And if you try, not only we punish you that it's not effective, meaning that one's holy and the original's holy. So now you have two. It's an unnecessary one, so that's also brought in the Mizbeach. Meaning, this Pasuk is saying all unnecessary carbonos are still brought as a carbon. So if you have an unnecessary Ola, you bring it as an Ola. Mata kantam, so what do you do with unnecessary carbonos? Tisu basel malkam, bring them to the base of Mikdash. Now says the Gemara, okay, we're trying to find a source that you do not bring unnecessary chatos to the base of Mikdash. Now first of all, the Gemara says, bring, the Pasa says bring it to the base of Mikdash. Now what do you do with it at the base of Mikdash? I mean, I, I know, you bring it as a carbon. But the Gemara speaks it out. You might think you should bring it to the base of Mikdash. And you should let it die at the base of Mikdash, which is a strange havamina. 
You actually bring up the basa and the dam. Loimelach to teach you However, you treat an oila, you treat its unnecessary oila. extra However, you treat a shlamim, you treat its children. Meaning, this pasuk is basically saying all unnecessary karbanos are brought. Now, how do I know yachol? You might think that the halacha applies by a chatas and an asham. That if you have an unnecessary chatas and an unnecessary asham, meaning an unnecessary chatas could be um, a child of a chatas, or it could be our case, which is you set aside money for a chatas, but you're not a nazir anymore. That's unnecessary chatas. You might think that an unnecessary chatas and an unnecessary asham is brought as a karbon. Tamaloimar, rak. The puzzle is rak. Meaning, not all carbonos are brought if they're unnecessary, and that's excluding a chatas and an asham. Rav Akiva has a different source. In Eitzarich, you don't have to say rak, because I read you Oimer, asham hu pavyasen yehe. Asham hu means you bring an asham only when it is the original asham, not when there's a change, meaning not when it's unnecessary. Pavyasen yehe. Dafka, when it's an original state, when it's necessary, not when it's unnecessary. Okay. So, just to review, we had a question, which is, according to Rava, according to Rish Lakish, that unnecessary funds, like we had a case in the Mishnah where you set aside $900 for Naziris, so it's unspecified, and it's unnecessary funds because she's no longer a Nazir, says Rish Lakish, the Pasuk says, bring that as an optional carbon. So the says, well, what about when they're specified? So the answer is, when they're specified, they were tr- they're treated as the carbon itself. And an unnecessary money that's set aside for a chatas is like a chatas. And an unnecessary chatas is not brought on the Mizbech. How do I know that from this Pasuk? Because the Pasuk says... Uh, that you bring all unnecessary carbonos. You might think that it applies to a chatas and an asham. Rak, no, does not include, or you have revikiva that it says that it doesn't apply to an asham because asham yuhu, asham hu, bav yasin You only bring an asham when it's in original state, not when there's any unnecessary element, like it's a child, like it's an offspring, uh, like it's a tamura, like it's, um, uh, you know, you set it aside and you no longer need it. You know, okay. Now, fine. From here until... Halfway through the next Ahmed, we're just going to analyze the drushes a little bit of what we just quoted. Now, Katani Yochel Yalim, we said before, right, the Pesach said, unnecessary karbanos, what do you do with it? Bring them to my place, which is the Beis HaMikdash. And then the Pasuk says, And bring it as a carbon. And the Gemara says, the reason why you need that second Pasuk is because you might think I should bring it to the Beis HaMikdash and let them die. Meaning, I have an unnecessary Ola. Money was set aside for an Ola. I wasn't brought. Whatever it is. A Tamura, whatever. I have a uh, child of an Ola. I have an unnecessary Ola. What do I do with it? bring it to the base of Mikdash. What do I do with it? Maybe I should let it die on the Temple Mount. No, bring it as a carbon. So I said, what was the half of me? I don't Well, why would I need a pasuk? Why would I think? I, I think I should let it die? We have a halachal Moshe Messinai. Um, there's five, the halachal Moshe Messinai, that there's five different types of chatos that have to die. You have to let them die. Let me, let me just explain outside. Unnecessary Ola, meaning you have an Ola that you can't bring, you bring it. Unnecessary Asham, you let it graze until it gets a blemish, you sell it, buy an optional carbon. Unnecessary Chatas, you let it die. That's a Halacha Moshe Messina. We already have Halacha Moshe Messina telling you that unnecessary Chatas, is, it, you let it die. 
So you might think what? What was the havamina? You might think that an unnecessary ola and an unnecessary shlomim, you, a shlomim, you should bring to the base hamikdash and let it die there. There's halacha moshemasinai that the only one you let die is a chatas. So why would I think? Again, halacha moshemasinai is an, a standalone thing. It's outside of the Torah. It's not written in the Torah, but it's halacha moshemasinai that the child of a chatas, meaning if you have an unnecessary chatas animal, you let it die. You don't let it graze until it gets blemished. You close the door, don't give it food, don't give it, and it dies. That's that's halacha moshemasinai. So the Gemara says you might think that unnecessary ola unnecessary shlamim. You should bring it to the base hamikdash, but let it die there. Why, why would I think that? It's halacha moshemasinai by a chatas. To the exclusion of all others. So what, what, what's the havamina? Why do I need both? If you have a lachom shemesina that echatas is supposed to be put to, let to die, that obviously means dafka echatas, and as to the exclusion of others. So what's the havamina? Verses amai two lines from the bottom havlad chatas who degamina b'misa. So why do I need a pasuk for? The answer is ilav kara havamina vlad chatas b'chol makoim. Go to the next page. Vlad ekodshim bebeisa mechira kamashim l'andeloi. The answer is like this. If not, if all you had was the halacha moshmasina, which was that the child of a chatas, unnecessary chatas, you let die, you might think that the truth is an oil and a shlam you also let die. So you say, what's the difference? Why do I need halacha moshmasina if they all are let dead? If they're all let to be killed, if you let them all die, what, what, why do I need halacha moshmasina? The answer is, you might think the halacha moshmasina is that a chatas you let it die anywhere in your backyard, but an oil and shlamim you dafka have to let it die on the temple mount. No, it's not put to death. You bring it as an optional karma. Like, why would I think that an oil and a shlamim, as opposed to a chatas, that a chatas you can let die in your backyard in Tveria, but an oil and shlamim have to bring it to the base Hamikdash to let it die there? I'm not sure. But that's why you need the pasta. Okay, one more anal- analyzation of what we had before. Then, okay, the pasuk is saying that you bring optional karbanos. And then the Gemara said, you might think that you should also bring an unnecessary chatas and an unnecessary asham, tamalam rak. Wait a minute. What's the halacha moshmasina? That an unnecessary chatas is let die. So I need a pasuk to tell me, rak, that no. You might think that you should bring the unnecessary chatas as a carbon, tamalam rak. The pasuk says no. I thought halacha moshmasina says you let them die. So why do you need both halacha moshmasina and a pasuk? They're both telling you the same thing. Unnecessary chatas is not brought. Halacha Moshmasinai says, let it die. And the Pasuk says, don't bring it as a carbon. So what do you need both? Once you have Halacha Moshmasinai, that you let it die, then obviously you don't bring it as a carbon. So the Gemara says, Lameli Kra, Hilchasa Gemirla, Vlad Chatas Lamisas. I thought that there's Halacha Moshmasinai that you have to let an unnecessary Chatas die. So why do you need uh, Pasuk? The answer is, Hachanami. The truth is, you have to, you have to, the Halacha Moshmasinai suffices. So what does the word rock tell you? The answer is like this. What's the halacha moshmasinai? That a chatas, unnecessary chatas, you'll have to let it die. The pasuk is telling you that, the pasuk is not telling you that you don't bring an unnecessary chatas as a carbon, because that's halacha moshmasinai. The pasuk is telling you you don't bring the unnecessary osham as a carbon. Okay. So that's, that's why you need both. The pasuk is to tell you that an unnecessary osham is not brought, and the halacha moshmasinai is to tell you that unnecessary chatas, you let die. Here's the problem. There's a halach of Moshe Messina by an Asham also. Wait a minute. The Gemara says, Hilchasa Gemira la kol she'ilu chatas meisa ba'ashem roa. But there's a halach of that by the chatas you let it die, and by the Asham you let it graze until it gets a blemish. That's also a halach of Moshe So wait a minute. So you have a halach of Moshe that an unnecessary chatas, you let it die. You have a halach of that an unnecessary Asham, you let it graze until it gets a blemish. So what is the Pasuk telling you? 
The Pasuk is telling you you don't bring them as a carbon. Yeah, it's Halach Moshe already. The answer is like this. The answer is like this. The Halacha Moshe Messina Taka tells you you do not bring an unnecessary chatas and an unnecessary asham as a carbon. Chatas you have to let die, asham you have to let it graze. What do you need a Pasuk for? The Pasuk is to tell you that we're not exempting you. You're not allowed to. Right? There's two different things. I have to bring a chatas. The halacha Moshe Messina is saying, no, 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 you don't have to. But if it was just the halacha Moshe Messina, you might think, I don't have to, but if I choose to, I could. The Pasuk is saying, no, you do not do that. And if you do it, you're mevatel in aseh. That's why you need both. So you need the halacha Moshe Messina to tell you that there's no chiv. And then the Pasuk is telling you, no, when the halacha Moshe Messina says there's no chiv, no, no, it means aser. Aser, that's why you need both. Okay. Um, just to finish up, Revakiva, again, so the question was, how do I know that it's Aser to bring an unnecessary Chattas, unnecessary Asham? So Ravi Shmuel says the word Rak. The word Rak tells you don't do it. Revakiva says you don't need that. Why? Asham, who, the Pasuk says it is an Asham, which implies Bav Yosem Yehei. You only bring an Asham when it's in original state. When there's any deviation, like it's unnecessary, you don't bring it. So the Gemara says, Lamalikra, Gemara Gemirla, Kol Shebechadas Mesa Asham Roa. Same question that we just had. Once you have Allah Moshe Messinai, we had the same point before. Why do you need the same way we asked why do you need the Pasuk Rak? Why do you need the Pasuk Ashamhu? So the answer is Hachanami. Really, the truth is you don't need Ashamhu to tell you that you don't bring an unnecessary Asham. That's Allah Moshe Messinai. So what does Ashamhu do? The Khiyasak Kralo de Rav. You know what it teaches you? Uh, Rav's teaching. Asham Shnitik Liria Vishahtu Lashem Oila Kosher. Rabbah has, has the following teaching, and that is, what are you supposed to do with an unnecessary asham? So, you're supposed to let it graze until it gets a blemish. So they would take the animal from the owner, bring it to a shepherd who was in charge of this. They would say, hey, here it is. You're in charge of the grazing. Let it graze. Once it gets a blemish on its own, call us. We'll sell it. So you have to give it over to the shepherd. The halacha, the halacha is, what Rav said, once you give it over to the shepherd, then it's sort of not really an asham anymore. It's not practically an asham because you officially gave it over for the process of its removal, like to get a blemish. If you then change your mind, or there's a confusion, and you take that animal and bring it on the mizbech as an ola, the halacha is, it's a kosher, it's a kosher carbon. But if you bring it as an ola before you give it to the shepherd, no good. So if you bring it, so again, you have the ashram that's unnecessary. So you go to the rav and you say, what do I do? So if the rav says, I'm not sure. And then before you get the psak, you just bring it as an ola. You're like, it's probably fine to bring it as an ola, right? If you bring it as an ola, it's probably fine. You're not, it, it's a puzzle carbon. But if after giving it to the shepherd, says rav, you're mm-hmm. like, I think I want to bring it as an ola. Maybe you're not supposed to do that. But if you did it, it's a kosher carbon. You could leave it, you could sprinkle the blood, you put the imurim on the mizbeach. So what, what's, the, what's the difference between, like up to the shepherd point, it's still an asham. But once you give it to the shepherd, the answer is, it's an asham until there's a change. Once you give it over to the shepherd, that's enough of a change that it's no longer considered an asham. And if you bring it as an ola, you're kosher. That's how you dash in the pasuk. I don't think you're allowed to do it like a chila. No, but if you did, what would happen? Uh, 
It doesn't sound like you're allowed to do lechachila. It just it just means that the question is, did the evidence is it a kosher carbon? If you do it before the shepherd, no, you have to sp- spill the blood outside of the mizbeach. It's mamsha puzzle carbon. Afterwards, then it's uh, then you could at least sprinkle the blood. And again, it's an oila, so it's 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 not bringing atonement. But the question is whether you fulfilled anything. All right, we'll stop here. Stupid question.